0: Welcome, dreamers, to Katie KeenCast, a podcast about the CW's Katie Keen that's coming to you directly from your dreams. I'm Alex.
2: I'm Justin, live at the Dream Gala. I'm Pete. And we
0: are going to be talking about Chapter 11, Who Can I turn To Do?
2: Is that the song? Did I, I, I do that don't right? think so. Uh, I don't. That know was that "Who Can It Be Now?" Uh, yeah, or "Who Can It Be Now?" What All right, are, okay. Who, I don't who know can I tune I don't to know. songs. Yep. This is the, the podcast where we can really cut loose and sing, uh, sing our hearts, <laughs> speak our speak our truths.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one. This is a big episode of Katie big Key. episode big episode S- guest stars galore. So big, One. I thought it was the season finale. Yes, you did. I, I'm curious because we talked about this right before you got on. And you're like, oh, man, I can't believe this was the season finale." And I was like, "No, there are two more episodes."
2: Real cliffhanger. Probably- Real cliffhanger. <laughs> Real
0: cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> it probably changes everything, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I was were like, "Man, you're you're feeling- next season is gonna be crazy." You were feeling a little KO'd by the ending, but now uh. maybe you'll uh, get up. For one last round.
2: That's right. To be fair, Pete, you thought every episode was the season finale, even the pilot, (laughs) I believe, right?
3: No. No. But it's nice to see uh, K.O. finally earn his name in this episode. Mm. Man, that was fantastic. He didn't even knock him out. He didn't knock him out.
0: Uh, We should also probably mention, this is important to contextualize before we get into the recap of what's happened previously on Katie Keed, that Pete is, how did you describe it? A white girl drunk on a wine called Love Me Not. Is that what's going on? Wow, you're a real asshole, Zelvin. <laughs> I, love, I love
3: telling you things off camera and then you being a real dick on
0: camera. There's no such thing as off camera. We're I'm always on. on. I'm yeah. always recording.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you're, uh, you know, it's a shit show outside, so, you know, maybe I went and bought some white wine, you know? There's no judgment. That's, that's
0: great. That's great. That's great. Just you have uh, a... You're a little unfocused right now, which I'm enjoying quite a bit.
2: (laughs) And let me ask you, what um, varietal is Love Me Not? Mm. Uh, What's the grape? If you could... Is it... um,
0: I, I think I could take this one because I actually visited the vineyard, and what they do is they go through and they uh, look at the grapes, the, one, the grapes that are good, they say, love me, and they put those in one bucket, and the bad grapes, they say, <laughs> love me not, and they throw them in, and that's where they make this wine out of.
3: If I, could, uh, if I could read from the bottle here, this is quite <laughs> of enjoyable. Of course. It's a 2018, oh, 2018, those were the days. Great year. Uh, white Wine Blend, California. Uh, A true romantic, it says. Love me not wears her heart on her sleeve. That's me. That's true. That's true. Or perhaps on her nose. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, That's a great wine joke right there. Wine bottle comedy. Yeah. Good
2: stuff. I I mean, this wine is a perfect beverage for this episode where our, our characters wear their hearts on their sleeves as well.
0: And thanks for the uh, transition there,
2: Justin. The traditional Uh, transition by Justin Tyler. (laughs) Take the thing Uh, you're talking about and then mention the other thing you want to be talking about and build a little bridge right in between. That's Aww. why
0: I bought you that Segway for Christmas this year. All right, <laughs> let's move in and talk about what's happened previously on Katie Keene. Let's start with Katie Keane herself. She had been dating a guy named K.O. Kelly, who is a boxer. K.O. Kelly is now dating a woman named Zandra Cabot, who is a bit of an asshole. Uh, she runs She's a-, a villain. She's a villain. She's a villain. and We'll get more into her villainy in a second. Uh, but he started dating her after... He and Katie broke up. Um, hold on to that information for later. He also has become a bit of a fashion model in the intervening time. Katie, underwear. meanwhile, is balancing a underwear model. Yes, specifically. Very specifically. Uh, that. He,
2: what? Very specifically what it? that because it's more about modeling the body. The original mm-hmm. outfit, your skin. Yeah.
0: Uh, back in the day, your first met- Metagala. Gala... Was completely new. Did you know that?
2: 100%. Yep. And ancient Greece.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So she is also an aspiring fashion designer. She is currently working at Lacey's department store. Last episode, her mentor slash a bunch of other things Gloria Grant built was kicked out of her job. And subsequently, Katie Keene and her rival Amanda were both put in charge of the personal shopper department, which was a yep. bit of a surprise for Katie because she was planning on quitting. The other thing that she's doing at the same time, though, is she is apprenticing for a famous designer named Guy Montagna. Guy montaigne first night she met him, had a little bit of flirtation up until she threw up right on top of him. And since then, she has been working very hard as his apprentice. Uh, Pete, you were going to mention he's Satan? Is that what?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, two quick corrections uh, in, so far. Uh sure. Yes, he love is this Satan. real-time
0: fact-checking, by the way. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then also, you forgot to mention that K.O. Kelly was uh, her true love, someone she's not over, in fact.
2: I don't know if we know that for a fact. In fact, I would say there's a lot of evidence in this episode that he ain't shit.
3: Well, I would... Agree with you to a point in the episode, but also she says out loud in this episode, I have not never gotten over K.O. Kelly. So, yeah, never in the intervening two to three weeks
0: since they broke up. Never. That's right. Yeah. Take that. Katie Keene took you down a peg. Now, she had this flirtation with Guy LaMontagne. He is a temperamental fashion designer. She has been helping him out. He she has become his muse in a certain sense, but she has been fighting her very strong attraction for him because of course he is her boss. Uh, so that's, what's going on with Katie Keene. Let's move over to Josie McCoy. Josie McCoy has been dating her manager, uh, Alex Cabot, who you might remember that name. He is the step-sibling of Zandra Cabot. He is very much in love with Josie, helped her start a new Pussycats, uh, and the Pussycats do, in fact, have long tails and ears for hats, which is very exciting. Uh, <laughs> and they are trying to make it on their own as a band after Zandra Cabot stole all of Josie's songs, stole her looks, and started her own band called Zandra and the Kitty Cats which comes to a head very much so in this episode. Also, Pepper... Let's move it to Pepper. Uh, Pepper... Is a uh, aspiring uh, owner of a multimedia art space. Is I guess what's going on with her. She is also helping out Katie, quite a, uh, uh, excuse me, Josie, quite a bit with her music career. Uh, but the main thing that you need to know about Pepper is she is also a con woman, and that has all come to a head when her wife has come back to town, her secret wife, and her wife wants to utterly destroy her and take her down. Uh, Her wife is also working with Pepper's former um,
2: mentee, I guess, DD slash girlfriend DD Mentee, assistant, and girlfriend, yes. Yeah. And concierge. Uh, Yeah, there
0: you go. Uh, So that's a bunch of the stuff going on with Pepper. Also, Pepper's friends do not know that she is a con woman or anything that is going on with her at all. all.
3: She's also trying to... uh, uh, make things honestly now. She has said that she's trying to
0: forget her past mm-hmm. and uh, make a clean living. And the last person you need to know about is Jorge Lopez. Jorge Moonlights is a drag queen named Ginger Lopez at um, Molly's Crisis, uh, which yep. is a bar downtown. Um, Jorge was dating, well, as of last episode, two guys, Bernardo, who was a hunky fireman, and Buzz, his ex-boyfriend had ended up at a threesome with him and Bernardo. Subsequently, because of that, because of a couple of mix-ups of the heart, mm. Jorge and Bernardo broke up. Jorge saw Bernardo with buzz, and Jorge, as we pick up this episode, is completely heartbroken. Uh, And the last little detail you need to know about uh, Jorge is uh, his brother is pretending to be a cop, but he's actually a villain called Prometheus that previously attacked the city of Star City uh, before being beaten back by Arrow and Team Arrow. Thank you. Thank
3: you for putting that in there. Yeah, I no really problem. appreciate it. Uh, the only other correction, because I was going to bring that up, is sure. that um, uh, we should mention Gloria uh, because Gloria. Uh, before she left, um, that was Katie Keene's kind of mentor, one of her mentors at the job. Before she left, she says, don't be like me and, you know, sleep with your boss, mm. guy. Mm. Mm. That was her kind of, you know, last words before she got booted. Yep. Interesting. There you
0: go. Uh, And actually, though, the last thing you need to know about Jorge is he has two parents that he is renting his apartment from. He lives in the apartment with Josie and Katie. They all pay rent, though. Uh, And Jorge has clashed with his father in particular. We've talked quite a bit about how it's a very nuanced relationship, where his father, it took him a while to understand that Jorge was gay. Uh, Jorge's father recently found out that he was also Ginger Lopez and is having a very hard time wrapping his mind around that, particularly because Bernardo and Jorge were attacked on the street uh, by a gang yes. of homophobic thugs, and his father got very worried about it. Yes, Pete, another correction. Go so ahead. many corrections. I, not. not cor- I
3: have a question
0: for you guys. Hmm.
3: Uh, You are fathers. Um, Yes. So let's say, uh, you know, your child grows up, works in the bodega his whole life where you guys kind of live and work and then Uh wants to live in the building where you guys all are. Would Mm -hmm. you charge him rent or would you let him live in the place that he's worked and kind of lived his whole life?
0: So we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I think everybody was cool with it and didn't say anything weird or razz me at all about it. But uh, when I first moved to New York, I <laughs> moved Sounds into like an us. apartment, just a, just a very normal, uh, regular apartment that my parents did own, and I did pay rent to my parents. And there's no further details that I want to offer up about that apartment.
2: Did that? Oh, it, what, was right. the, what was the view like from that place? <laughs> I
0: mean, it was pretty good because Random it was you know, on the 43rd floor because it was a penthouse apartment, but it's not a big deal. I paid for it. I paid for the rent.
2: Now, as full, a penthouse resident, what was that lifestyle mm-hmm. like? Was it sort of like sexy, like a lot of um, high-end parties? Uh, I, mean, uh, I did, did have you... a
0: lot of parties
3: there. So I know if I lived in the penthouse, I would just uh, ride up and down the elevator waiting for somebody to get on. And then I would push the button for the penthouse. You know
2: what I mean? As a flex? Yeah. Wow, that yeah, would get I wasted old a lot fast. of my fucking time doing that.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I will tell you, there was one time on July 4th, because it was right by the river and the views were so good, uh, that the place would get totally packed with people. I'd usually have a July 4th party, uh, but uh, the... I'm really digging a hole for myself here. Uh, the yes. doorman was already always very... Door- the doorman. Man,
2: here we go. <laughs> we go. Uh, What's his name, So Alfred?
0: it was tough to get people upstairs uh, unless... You said it was okay for them to come upstairs Um, So there was one year That because People couldn't get up and down I actually went down 43 floors And then back up 43 floors And the next day I couldn't walk That's That's my whole story Wow Really hard uh, life it was a now, hard hard when you say you went down, the people he, walking,
2: was that like was your butler carrying you, or is it like <laughs> was he just sort of holding your hand? Yeah, of
0: course. I'm not going to walk with my feet. Like I couldn't yeah. walk the next day because I was so full of delicious food my butler had made for
2: me. Yeah, you um, were so sore from yelling at your servants to do your <laughs> wishes to clean up my fucking party already.
0: It's not going to clean itself up.
3: Plus, it's got to be tough for your butler uh, to you know sweep up all the rose petals after you walk by all the time, you know. And yeah, Pete because actually, my butler
0: was always trying to fuck me. <laughs> yeah.
2: but fuck butler. And yeah. Pete, you were actually Alex's butler for a while. That's how you guys met, right? Yeah, exactly. Nope. That's why Pete
0: asked the thing about uh, pressing the button the elevator, because he was so annoyed, he had to carry me up and down the stairs all the time.
2: And he did know a lot about those rose petals he just mentioned a minute ago. But you were the non-fuck butler, though. You were just the regular butler. (laughs) Right. He was
0: the love-me-not butler, not the (laughs) love-me-butler. And that's all you need to know about Katie Keene. Let's get into the episode. Justin, you want to take it away from here?
2: Let's do it. I was living in a, a subterranean apartment when I first moved to this city, just carried around by rats. I was a rat king. Uh, <laughs> nice. So this episode starts with um, the Metagala, Gala, which is mm-hmm. um, the, the Katie Keene, um version of the Met Gala. Uh, fun name, as usual. Um, yes. And we start off with um, Guy and Katie, and Guy is, is listening to Katie. He is... Yeah. Uh, like, they're working together, which has been sort of difficult as the as we've gone through this atelier situation.
3: And when Katie, uh, you know, came home after her kind of like first day of uh, him listening, she was all like, I had the greatest day. You know, she was all pumped up about I, the fact that she I was love, listening.
0: I continue to love on this show, the relationship between the core four, or I guess the fierce four or fab four, or whatever we're calling them on the show. Okay. Uh, just the continuing bit of Katie being like, well, I had a great day and it was a really good day at my job. And they were like, yeah, uh-huh. Did you have sex with guy? And she's like, no, 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 that's not what it was at I all. I would never do that. Yeah, that's I would never do saying. that. But I love that, like, it feels very authentic as a group of friends, and I think yes. that's working very nicely.
2: Yeah, it yeah. is the, the sort of the most fun part of the show is their their very natural exchanges, and we get one here in this moment. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Jorge's trying to get over Bernardo. Um, we hear about Ko, um, who was out of the picture. Yeah,
0: um, last ep- for a whole episode.
3: Yeah, and then and well, first off, uh, you know, Katie King was like, "I'm so inspired," and then Jorge. Uh it was like we aspired to pay rent because you late. Yeah. And uh that, that was a I thought that was a fun kind of friendly ribbing, but it was more like hey uh but I also really liked how uh Jorge was like looking for love advice from Katie Keene, like, Hey, how'd you get over KO? And she's like, Yeah, it didn't. Never
0: happened. Yeah. Will never happen. And he's wearing Bernardo's sweatshirt. There's the sweet yeah. detail that it smells like Bernardo, which I think is a very I mean, I, I don't know if you this has happened with you guys, but certainly like that's a very authentic thing, I think, for a breakup where, you know, you smell the things for the breakup. For that sure, that, yeah. came out, that
3: came out way creepier yeah, than I mentioned. Definitely creepy. You tried to tiptoe around that, but you still <laughs> sounded creepy. And I, and I especially knew you
2: were going to say something weird when you were like, we all feel this way, we right? All... All... <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, and Alex, to be fair, you have, a, you have a humidor with all the relationships you've had, just a piece of clothing uh, that you can just walk in and sniff like some sort of... Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm like, I like to think of myself as like a Buffalo Bill, but with uh, Sets instead of uh, skin dresses.
2: Yeah, definitely fair. You do do keep the lotion in the basket, uh, which is a fine place to keep it. Um, (laughs) That's what my shirt says. That (laughs) uh, great place to keep it.
0: What would you do? I mean, not that we have car. Well, you have a car, but what would you do if you're driving along and somebody had? A bumper sticker that said, it keeps the lotion of the basket. What would your reaction be?
2: <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, that's not, that car is, can't be that old. <laughs> I mean, bumper stickers are sort of falling out of style, right? Yeah, Never. I think so. Never. Uh, no? You, if you had a, bu- a bumper to put a sticker on, what would you put on it? <laughs> Always be stickering. Hmm. <laughs> Great. Wow, a pro bumper sticker bumper sticker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh who would have thought that? Yeah, <laughs> I got a big met, one that says it's
0: meta, like the gallo we should be talking about. Oh nice. <laughs> Wait, quick thing because I gotta forget it later. Uh it's crazy to me that the meta Gallo was set at the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Just that they yeah. didn't find it. I mean, like it's a nice place to shoot stuff and apparently yeah. it was a freezing- Yeah, it looked look great freezing day uh but it was weird seeing a location where it's like oh that's not the location where they'd hold that not at all but
2: yeah it works though and uh i i run past that every day the broken uh here we go you humble bragging about your running (laughs) i mean that was uh just regular bragging i think oh okay all right yeah nice uh So, um, we... Wait,
3: wait, aren't we supposed to... uh, How long do you run for, Justin? I wasn't not at all (laughs) trying to fish for that. How
2: How how long do you run a day? Show show us
0: your calves. How are your calves
2: doing? (laughs) I'll I'll send you guys my calf pictures. How's your body fat
3: percentage? (laughs) I don't know what the fuck...
2: (laughs) What's your bone density? How how tight
0: is your skin? How tight is your skin?
2: (laughs) Uh So Alex's workout regimen is: I gotta tighten up my skin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someday I hope to make a beautiful dress.
2: Yeah, <laughs> gross! Wow, oh, oh, a gross. skin skin dress. Alex's just normal way his brain works. Um, oh, Pete's giving us speaking the uh, of skin dress
0: signal. Pete, well, our I was producer, like, skin,
3: you know, skin dress. Back to the show. That was my. Oh, you know, okay, great.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a transition yeah. technically because it's a dress. Um. Speaking of fashion, um, uh, cloth fashion as opposed to skin fashion, Katie gets her letter from Parsons because she's oh, Parsons oh. going to Parsons Fashion Institute Fashion School has been her dream. It was her mother's dream for her, um, and she Jorge didn't check the mail. Uh, she gets the letter, opens it in front of her friends. They're all holding hands. Well,
3: very sweet. We, we should say you you know right away because it's a small letter.
2: Honestly, if, it looked like it's a greeting thick, card.
3: Yeah, unless you get the thick envelope that's like the congratulations, the welcome packet, the whole thing, you know you got the no. So she didn't have to open it.
0: They do that actually now is they send, to sort of like soften the blow, they send greeting cards instead. So they'll just grab a bunch at the Rite Aid or wherever and they'll be like, on the front it'll be like, you're the best grandpa. And then you open it up and be like, sorry you didn't make it into Parsons.
3: Wait, wait! Just in, in this scenario, a college shops at like Dwayne Reed and stuff, and look goes by the card section. Yeah, Is that it's what
0: you're cheaper yeah, because it's if cheaper. you spend more money, you get more points. That you can uh, You can turn in So you can get the free cards And yeah, they're that's getting actually such a, volume That works
2: That's how your parents Bought that Long Island City apartment Right? It's their Dwayne, Dwayne Reed points <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> That's the oh, future sorry. currency Did I say
0: penthouse? I meant Dwayne Reed
2: uh, Did I say penthouse? <laughs> I meant points house Because it was a Dwayne Reed <laughs> points house <laughs> Um so uh, very, this is truly a very sad, a heartfelt thing for uh, I, Lucy
0: Hale did a beautiful acting job in yes. the scene. It was absolutely heartbreaking. Um, across the board, actually, this is one of the better episodes for her. You know, she's good regularly on the show, but... Except for the end. Hold on. Uh, but there's certain there's been certain episodes where I think she's gotten to stand out. Like there was the Polar Vortex episode that she had a really beautiful arc there. Here she got multiple points when she really stood up and uh, you could feel the emotion coursing through her. And that Parson scene, particularly the way that was directed, just mostly hanging on her face and letting you, the audience, feel what she was feeling was very powerful.
2: Yeah, it was. It was great. Um, now here's a. Do we want to um, split up the storylines? She also had that single single tear going in the oh. uh, police station. That was fucking money. Great, right way, to yeah, uh, great money. way to cry. Yeah, great way to cry. Because you want to stay hydrated, keep all as many of those squirty tears right inside. But mm-hmm. I
3: mean, a police station cry is so much different from a different. You know, like if you're any other location. I mean, she did such an amazing job with it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wanted to see a little more snot, to be honest. Like, make it more realistic, just like snot right. coursing down. If she was face. in jail, yes, but on the on the outside, you can't do that. It's
2: too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. Just snotless cry. Yeah.
0: yeah, Katie Keen uh, did, maybe doesn't seem like the right show for uh, actresses caked in snot, but you know, experiment.
2: Yeah. Uh definitely experiment <laughs> <laughs> definitely experiment with your um uh, snot uh levels, Katie Keene. Um so back at Lacey's uh Katie and Amanda um are big surprise oh. fighting. And a uh, second big yeah. surprise, Katie's juggling too much.
3: And Amanda also had a great episode. Yeah. Uh she had that line that says, Don't bat your eyes at me. Just hysterical. Amanda Killing it. I love putting them in the same place
2: so she has to interact with Amanda more. This is so much fun. Now, Amanda is uh, gives herself the title Fairy Godmother. So how many Fairy Godmothers does Katie Keene have at any moment? She has Amanda. And Amanda sort of fills the Gloria role here. Right. Uh, but Gloria. also Gloria. yeah, Gloria. Gloria's
3: paperwork that comes in handy later. Oh,
0: that's yeah. a separate Fairy Godmother?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her little her guidebook. That's yeah. That's oh right yes, it. yes, sure. yes. Uh,
2: so it's a lot. I thought it was funny that they no, used but there's those There's also words.
3: other ones too, like uh, uh, K.O. Anytime he's around, he's one. Um, what's uh, the dude who is working like the mannequin section? Uh, Francois who's doing the yeah, Francois.
2: Mm-hmm. He's definitely one. Yeah.
0: This show is like a, a live action remake of Fairly Odd Parents
2: because there's so many of them. <laughs> You know, wow, You know what I'm talking about right? I got you, tight ref yeah. wow. Very tight ref, Nickelodeon, Thanks. huge Nickelodeon Cartoon series so. Yes,
0: uh, I am Team Amanda in this storyline I gotta be honest, like I think Katie constantly being like No, you take care of it I'm gonna go yeah. hang out with Guy and take care Of this because this is my dream no. Like, that yeah, is, yeah, that no. Is, you're bad at your job. <laughs> she's She's got two jobs, and I understand she has to balance both of them, but she's just letting Amanda do it. And Amanda being like, no, you have to be here, is, she is 100% to the right about that.
2: And who's yeah. making Amanda, put, who's putting shit in the windows? Yeah, exactly. Also,
3: right? Amanda better get this promotion instead of KD Keane because Amanda deserves it.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Make
0: Amanda her boss. Yeah.
2: 2020. And that's why I love watching um, this show, Amanda, last name. <laughs> <laughs> the main character. Yep. Uh, we jump over to Pepper um, and her ex, Hannah, who's be quickly becoming sort of a big part oh, of the show. Yeah. Um, she's opening a rival uh, business to the Pepper plant, the Hannah House. The Hannah House. Uh, very fun. Um, so Pepper immediately goes to Alex to get cash and says she's going to make see the house band. At the Pepper Plant, uh, Pepper in this episode, Which, and I guess in general, is that,
3: is that really? That I mean, saying that you have a regular slot at like eight o'clock or something like that—that that would be great. But like the house band, I mean that—I don't know if that's like the
2: the best title. It sort of depends because the Pepper Plant sort of feels like a mixed use, uh, like rec room space. If it's yeah. a high end um like club or like one of the like a private club like, like this house? like the Soho house, which is yeah. I think what they're working on here uh then it is cool to be like the main performers there, but it just depend you know you you can't ever tell with Pepper what she's promising and what she's delivering
0: yeah it's it's a little unclear what she's going for because in my mind. It's not necessarily like a Soho house type thing. It's more like a downtown theater art space that she's probably plus it up a little bit. That might be just because it looks like a warehouse now. We're going to have to see, obviously, what it looks like when it's finished. But if it is, I don't know. I think there's a cachet like... I mean, you think about it from this perspective of a comedy theater. Of comedy theater is like, hey, you're the house improv team, which is a thing that they do.
2: Very cool. And, and those good. things, those things never go out of business. So I think they're going <laughs> to no, be <I'm> fine.
0: <laughs> I
3: wasted years of my life on a house improv team. So thanks for bringing that up. Wow, Penny Pete! Time.
2: Oh, you're crying just one tear. Way to save that ceiling. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that snot, Pete. Show me the snot. You want a snot bubble? Show me yeah. that improv snot.
0: Yeah. This isn't go fuck yourself. That's actually what my bumper sticker says to show me that improv stat. <laughs> the
2: hon- uh, so many people just honking like, yeah, man, awesome.
0: <laughs> I get what this is talking about.
2: Uh, yeah, so Pepper in this episode and across the whole season, it's sort of like she's always out for herself. But I do think she's genuinely out for her friends in the core four. Yes. Uh, sometimes,
3: because sometimes she throws friends under her bus. Like that whole promising uh, the evil lady that she could take away Josie's fucking rightful spot was, that was heartbreaking.
2: But I think she always was going to, you're talking about Xandra. I think she, and when they were giving the lead in the kiss of the spider woman, I think she was always going to screw over Xandra. I don't think she was ever going to screw over Josie.
0: I I agree. I think I'm, we I mean, don't know. You, How could you say that? I mean, it's Pepper's like, there for her friends. Like, she has a web of lies that she's built, but every time there is a con, it has fallen in the favor of Josie, Katie, or Jorge, you know, across yeah. the board. Um, the thing that kind of doesn't matter about it is she is lying about a ton of things, and that's. Seemingly going to come out next episode and sort of bring everything crumbling down. Um, Wait, have you seen the next episode? No, but I saw oh. the promo for the next episode.
2: <laughs> I also saw in this episode where literally the cliffhanger is, I have a horrible secret about Pepper. And then they it said, we yes. just don't know what it is. Yeah, there you go. Um what
3: what if it's she does she's just wearing those glasses and she doesn't really need them. You know, you don't know what the horrible secret is. That's uh, true.
2: Yeah. I feel betrayed anytime someone is wearing uh non-prescription glasses. Like yeah, you two fuckers better be wearing prescription glasses.
3: <laughs> Dude, you do not have to fucking worry. Yeah, I'm fucking long conning you for fucking 17 <laughs> years of doing a podcast and I don't need these glasses.
0: Yeah, this is actually my prop hair though.
2: Uh that's true. <laughs> well, we've known that since the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And I actually have a pair of invisible glasses that you guys can't see. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh,
3: Why don't you adjust them for us so we can see no our Oh, I believe. Oh, wow. that's oh, amazing. Oh, that's, oh wow. That's
2: object work I learned on a house improv <laughs> Uh let's keep it going. Um uh we got the Jorge and his family are sort of a, a runner for this whole episode. I feel like we could talk about that whole plot line pretty quickly. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Um, sure. I like Jorge's brother uh, in this um, episode. So he, do he, I. He, what's that? So do I. Great. He feels like uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's all we need to say. He feels like the glue that holds the family together. Um. In a in a in a good way, and it also feels like uh, Jorge's dad gets sort of this spot as a little bit the bad guy, but he also feels like he's playing it pretty real like he does love his both of his sons and i like that they didn't pit jorge and his cop brother against each other because i felt yeah. like yeah. that could have been there
0: i agree but, and uh, again we we've talked about this in previous episode but what i appreciate about How they were the scenes between Jorge and his dad is that his dad is saying, I just don't understand this. I can't wrap my mind around it. Mm -hmm. To me, you're just dressing in women's clothing. Obviously, to Jorge, that's not it at all. It's something entirely different. That's who he is. But his dad doesn't get it. He's trying you know, and- to understand it but he can't get past that wall and at the same time the main thing that he cares about is his son being safe. And all of these feelings feel very real versus to the same point you're saying with the cop brother, the dad could very easily be like no son of mine's going to be a drag queen. You're not going to yeah. be a cross dresser, but that's not what he's doing.
2: But, yeah.
3: What I what I really like about it is they're coming from the dad of a place of caring, right? So the dad sees, you know, Jorge and sees the fact that they got jumped and beat up and there's a rash of these uh, beating up of drag queens and, and people uh, uh, dressing in certain ways. So he's saying, why won't you get yourself out of harm's way? You know, yeah. like he can't understand that. Yeah. And Jorge Coming from the perspective of You're telling me not to be myself I can't be who I want to be You know, and it's like It's a great kind of thing To talk about And it's also a great thing for the show To kind of not have the dad cave too quick Where you don't feel like like if the dad was just like, OK, you know, then it does. But the fact that the dad's kind of struggling and also coming from a place where he wants to understand or is trying, I think it's a great thing that the show is
2: doing. I agree. I think that there was a great breakdown of it because it really is just they don't understand each other's position.
3: Right. Um, Perspective you know, uh, what one thing means to the other one. And the other
2: thing we find out um, at the end of the episode is that uh, Jorge's parents have been secretly keeping their rent cheap. Um, And I think this makes Jorge feel bad um, and that they are always trying to protect him. Um, And so that, I think, pushes him to go back to auditioning, um, Mm -hmm. which is something he had had said it doesn't want to do because it's not who he is. So I thought that was an interesting, we don't see the dad again, which I thought was a little weird, Um, sort of left that unresolved. And Jorge makes a choice that is sort of moving away from what he wants.
3: Yeah, but I also really like how the mom is, you know, controlling of the father, like, and also like trying to say that, like, the father means well, you know, and the brother's also kind of like reiterating that. Um, But I I like the fact that they're establishing the bond between Jorge and his mom, and I'm glad they haven't dropped that. And because like this could just like, especially with this storyline, focus too much on the dad, because I I really like
2: the dynamic that the mom and Jorge have. Yeah. Um, The other thing that happens is uh, Bernardo shows up and Jorge sort of says, I need to be by myself right now. So I thought that was interesting, too, because it felt like Bernardo was like, eh, I just went running a couple times with Buzz. It's not him, which is running a great way to can stay in shape, especially like going every day.
3: Can, oh, we, yeah, can we talk? Can we talk about that? Like, I almost Justin running.
0: Per- no, I don't want to talk about
3: it anymore. We do <laughs> no one want to talk about
2: that. P. Don't oh, no yeah. want to talk about the mileage I'm doing uh, every day. But if you could show us your calves, I think that would be very nice. Yes. Again, I will post uh, several pictures of my calves when this podcast comes out. <laughs> What were you going to say? I people? got,
3: I got choked up because I thought they were going to be able to get back together, uh, because Bernardo admitted, like, hey, um, it didn't work out. You, it kind of really seemed like Bernardo wanted to get back together with Jorge, and then Jorge shut it down, and I couldn't believe it. Like, he's wearing his shirt, he's saying that he uh, cares about him so much, but Jorge's like, I have to work on myself right now, which good because Jorge's kind of erratic and it feels like he has too much going on but you don't have to like the way he talked to Bernardo I felt like he could have explained it a little bit more and just been like hey listen like I want to be with you but you know I'm kind of all over the place it was just like no I'll get back to you maybe and I was like damn <laughs>
2: What do you say, Alex? <laughs> oh
0: no, no! no. I, I really—I thought I for sure Pete...
2: you were opening your mouth to say something. And you I know, like,
0: I know. I felt like I was going to say something, but then I realized Pete actually said it really well. That's uh, that's all. Pete is
2: crushing it right now. You Let's are. You break. gotta tra-
0: You gotta get wine drunk more often, bud.
2: It, you understand people more when you've had several <laughs> glasses of very thick uh, Chardonnay or whatever. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. It's yeah. a blend. I it's a fun I, blend.
0: I got to be honest, that's thick enough. That might be frosting. I don't think that's why at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're having a glucose uh, aneurysm. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about. Um, the... Wait, but
3: that didn't hit you guys at all? Like they're kind of like almost getting back together at all? I kind yeah, of got I choked don't know. Up.
0: I mean, uh, honestly, with the Jorge storyline, I'm way more into what's going on with his dad and what's going on with his parents than what they're doing in the Bernardo Buzz direction, because to the point that you were saying, Pete, it just does feel more erratic, which I understand is realistic behavior. Sometimes we don't do things that make sense, particularly in relationships, but yeah. it's not engaging me on the same level that the dad-Jorge conflict is hitting me on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I, I, thought it was a mature choice of Jorge's to be like, I need to figure some shit out because he was a mess. He's been sort of a little bit all over the place the whole season, and I think he needs to figure out what he wants. All these characters are like, I need to figure out what I want to do. Um, yeah. That's like the whole thing. Except for Josie, which is maybe who we should talk about next. She now definitely knows what she wants to do. It's just her getting yeah. there. Um, and she makes some big steps forward after last episode, she was screwed over when, um, Zandra like stole her song and her idea oh, yeah, for a band. Dude, is- um, so the Metagala is happening. Pepper, um, concocts this, uh, water, uh, scam. Um, well, that's, you know what? That's a play on, right? What? who
3: is Corky Romano? No, the you remember when there was that fashion show and the Fiji water girl was in yes. the background of all the... Okay, uh, well, yeah, don't I play that. with my fucking emotions. Yeah, the,
0: but I was talking... The hashtag that she uses is hashtag what is the pepper plant, which uh, is a bad hashtag. That's just not a good yes. hashtag. It's too, too long. long. Too, too long. complicated. Yeah. Well,
3: who cares? Guys are hashtag experts all of a sudden?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Always get paid to do who that. Cares, I, get, I, I just... consult. People pay me with their personal Twitter accounts... To consult on their hashtags. I make millions,
2: millions. Uh, yeah, I consult on wedding hashtags. Like I can come up with them on the spot, like um, Zalbin engaged. <laughs> That's yours. Hashtag That's And yeah, yours I didn't is. I did go with
0: ha- it, but I had to pay Justin a lot of money for that anyway. Very
2: expensive. Wow. Yes, I'm very expensive. And Pete's, of course, is Turn the Page. <laughs> Hashtag Turn the page. Could still yeah. get some use out of that one, Pete. Great. This. <laughs>
0: Plot line. Just to get back to the whole Pepper <laughs> Josie thing. As much as I loved it in the TV show, there was a it broke the reality for me so hard. Just that's
3: why it's a meta galley, because it got no, meta. I know.
0: And, and it's great. They did a great job on like a CW TV budget of doing something that is supposed to be like the Met Gala. Um, I loved it across the board. Everybody looked great. Uh yeah. Josie coming in and crashing the thing and performing oh. a whole Super fun, very fun. But just thinking about it from the perspective of this supposed to be this world's this reality's Met Gala, which is like the biggest fashion event of the year that has packed the gills with celebrities.
2: It was supposed and- to be this, this? week.
0: Uh, it was supposed to be in this real week. Life. Yeah, and you can't photograph like you can't take pictures inside there are some people that do like sneak stuff wow. out and post things so but-
3: that's what you're like there's no photographs uh this is inaccurate
0: and glaven no 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 shut up <laughs> because they do have a huge red carpet for the met gala uh and clearly that's what's going on here. so that that's was all- accurate
3: check okay so far so good
0: uh <laughs> The security wasn't tight <laughs> enough, man. If this is supposed oh, to be wow. the biggest fashion like, the celebrity thing no of the year, no that they're like, that we happened. didn't watch the doorways. Somebody randomly came in with some water and then an entire band performed. That's just not the sort of thing that would happen in the Met Gala.
2: Wow. I'm sorry. Wow, Mister yeah. <laughs> Stickler over here.
3: Yeah, it couldn't have happened this way. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Um, that's I thought
3: it was great when they moved the walls and Josie and the Pussycat Again. performed. And Super she was fu- like, Talk to the hand. That was a great song. And the song was good. Yeah, this whole fun. Fun. It, was
0: it was fun. I started off by saying, for what they could do, it was fun.
2: No, that's such a backstory. Security is often like very confused by fake walls. Because sure, walls, yes. walls are pretty solid. You don't have to secure them, they're just yep. there. So mm-hmm. they keep that's walking
0: because they're like, walls there. I can
3: just, you know, and guard some doors too.
0: Nobody's at the doors or anything like that. They don't care what's going on.
2: As long as the doors are closed. Walls are yep. the original security.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, the Josie and the Pussycats do perform. The song's great, it crushes. They get a bunch of interest. Xandra's um, there. She's very mad. And KO's with Xandra. And I thought it was interesting. KO's reaction wasn't like. Haha, ha, they're right He was sort of like on Xandra's side They're dating I, I just thought it was interesting
0: I agree I, I He is more on Xandra's side Because they're
2: in a relationship right now Pete, I don't know, how do you feel about that, dude? I think KO is on the wrong team
3: Whoa, don't you I want to I get to something that actually got me choked up Wait, can I just uh, say
0: this? Do you think KO is not okay? Yeah. No Thanks. I, that's all I wanted boo. to say. I'm good. No, Go okay. ahead. Boo, people.
3: boo. <laughs> um, can we talk about Ko's entrance to at the Met
2: Gala? And not yet. Okay. Uh, but we will talk about that. Um. So uh, Josie, huge win, Um, but concurrently to this, um, Pepper is trying to close up her relationship with Hannah um, Mm -hmm. and win in this sort of battle they're having over who can run the coolest club. Um, So um, after – it's Pepper versus Hannah at the red carpet. um, Hannah got invited to the Meta Gala using Pepper's contacts. Pepper's mad because she has to wear a dumb costume to be in there. So she – Hannah and Pepper meet at their bar, gets her to sign the paper. She had secretly invited her mom, Wait. Hannah's mom, there. <laughs> Did anybody else think
3: it was weird how she was just like, here, sign this paperwork? And she was like, well, you put it in front of me, so I have to sign it. It was Hannah put up such a fight, and it didn't seem like Pepper had the leverage to make her sign it. It wasn't until the mom showed up that was like, really, she had any leverage over her.
2: Well, I think it was – Pepper sort of fooled her again because she was playing on her heart a little bit saying like, hey, we really had a good relationship. And I think that's what pushes Hannah to sign the paperwork and then Pepper very sort of cruelly gets her – Taken back to her wealthy family Now but, I, have
0: a, I have a question about Pepper and Hannah Do you think they were ever in Morocco together? Do you think Because I feel like that detail hasn't come up At yeah. any point in the show They haven't really <laughs> mentioned that So I was just curious to know What you think about. I Morocco. think Morocco
3: is code for something <laughs> yes. the, way they, the way they say it Because they look at each
2: other like Morocco yes. Yeah, It is very intense how many times they say that But it's a cool brag yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not Morocco. the kind of person that would ever continually say something as a means of bragging about it. So I don't sure. get that. But <laughs> I would – I'm sort of like running away from that as a person. But like oh. that's what they, <laughs> what Pepper's doing. Quickly, running quickly.
0: Away. Yeah, you're making some interesting <laughs> points there, which are – I agree with, like Dwayne Reed points that might potentially buy <laughs> <die>, uh, <laughs> a bond,
2: That
3: sort of
0: thing.
2: Yeah, 100%. All I've got <clears throat> is my wine. <laughs> and, you know, that's all you need. Um, so Hannah, uh, on her way to being dragged off by her mom, goes to Alex Cabot and blows up Pepper's spot. Oh, and Alex, just when
3: you think Pepper is clear of the
2: grenade, uh, nope, thrown back in the record store. Yeah, the old chubbies, and we get a big cliffhanger where old chubbies where Alex uh, Cabot goes to Josie and is like, Hey. You got to learn this. You got to hear this stuff about Pepper, which is interesting because Josie's been the one who's called out Pepper in the past. So, really setting up a tough dynamic for the last few episodes of the season.
0: I do wonder just because Josie is the newbie to this Fab Four, whether this is the sort of thing where, like, Jorge and Katie will side with Pepper. Oh, wow, you're Ju-
3: you're talking social dynamics here. You're saying because she's the new person in, the old friends are going to cling together and fight for each other, not listen to the noob? Is that what you're saying? Don't, don't listen to the
0: noob. No. No. Yeah. You got to you got to believe. You you can't. You got to believe. You, you think they're going to side yeah. with Juicy over Pepper? I think ultimately, obviously, they're going to like be upset at out. Pepper and then welcome her back yeah. because she's a friend, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but I I feel like the reaction would be, no, Josie, what are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Go back
3: to Riverdale, that shitty place you keep talking about. Why don't you just die there?
0: Make some more references we don't understand to people we've never met. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Why don't you go hang out with Kevin? Yeah, they love Kevin. Um, They do. I do think Pepper's going to have a knee-jerk reaction of throwing Josie under the bus, and then eventually she's going to have her come clean moment uh, to everybody where whatever this horrible secret is, we're going to find yeah, out. Yeah, I
3: feel it. like it's just going to play out. Like at first, everybody's like, fuck you, Pepper. And then Pepper's going to be like, oh, you guys had it easy your whole lives. Everything's fine. You've never you know dealt with. I'm trying to do something that's good here. And you yeah. guys are a part of that. And then they're going to be like, all right, Pepper, we love you. Sorry.
2: She's going to be like, you- I'm, I'm not 29. I'm 30.
3: And they're right, going to be man. disgusted And then
0: they'll that. be like, gross.
3: Yeah, Gross. Like, that's Ew. the oldest
0: person I've ever met. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carousel, carousel, they'll shout um, the I, I mean, I assume her secret is the thing that we already kind of know As the audience that her friends don't necessarily know Which is that she grew up in that hotel Her dad was the doorman uh, We don't know necessarily who her mom is or anything like that And she's not actually... I feel like she's not English and we're going to get like an accent drop there as soon as that reveal happens. And we're going to get almost a new character going forward. I feel like it's going to be like a black widow situation where
3: she's actually a trained assassin assassin. And she's played so many different roles. She doesn't know who she is anymore. Type of thing.
2: Wow. That would be a fun reveal. You think they could get all that story out in two episodes. You damn right. They can. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think. Her secret is just she's been lying about everything. <laughs> a classic yeah. secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder
0: if even her name isn't Pepper. That I can yeah. see that happening. Like my name is Julia Styles. You know, something just some oh, sort of name wow. huge reveal. Wow, <laughs> yeah.
2: wait, did you just fucking diss Julia Styles? No, Julia Styles will come and play, take over the role. She's gonna pull a yeah, rubber yeah. mask off.
0: Right, nice. She'd be like, She's "Hey, save the last dance for me." Yeah,
2: everyone That's gets it. it. That's
0: all I had. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so let's jump over to Katie. Um, yeah, yes. back into Katie. Uh, so she has to. They, her and Guy have to make it, or Guy has to make a dress for Casey Wilson, great celebrity guest star. Love Casey yeah. Wilson. She's New York comedy royalty. Um,
0: but would she be invited to the Meta Gala is my question. Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, is she Fuck the level you. of star who would walk the Fuck Meta you. Gala carpet? Uh,
2: I mean, they I said, I, I didn't look it up, but has she ever gone?
0: I don't know. I'll tell you what. Uh, talk about the plot line and I will actually.
2: It made up. me think the way they talked about it, that she actually has been. Because otherwise it would be weird that they would reference so much how much a thing it is for her. But. I guess we'll never know. First off,
3: why are you focused on that? That's not important. It is
2: important. She's funny.
3: She's a great actress. She's killing this role. That's what matters. Yeah. Um,
2: So, fucking,
3: don't look up her resume to see if she can pull off this fucking. It's not about if she can pull.
2: It's not if she can pull off the cameo. I'm curious if Casey Wilson in real life has gone to the Met Gala uh, because they do sort of point at that in this episode a lot. Her character. Yeah. I mean Well she's playing herself is the thing. Eh. Her she's this it's the same name, so yeah that's cool. Yeah, but it's also like, you know, if this is Katie Keen's New York, you know what I mean? Yes. Um we all live in Katie Keene's New York. I wish. Uh so Casey wants a dress from Guy Lamatanya. Um and Katie wants to help a guy feels like he needs to go alone. Um and uh, that's sort of the what this whole thing spins on. Guys having a hard time designing it. Uh, Can we
3: talk about that dress that he designed, though? So much that fabulous. was
0: awful.
2: That was you didn't like
0: awful.
3: it. <laughs> wow.
0: Oh my god. Oh man. Uh, is this the point that we mentioned that Pete was on two seasons of Fashion Police? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. He was um, the original Heidi Klum in Project Runway, and then she took over. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag, turn the page.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, That is another thing. I know I've mentioned this several times on the podcast, but I feel entirely unqualified when I'm watching the show to give any criticism or understand in any way about any of these dresses or any of this fashion stuff. Uh, So I watch it and they're like, this is an amazing dress. And I'm like, great. I'm just going to go with you on that. That sounds good to me. But
3: I feel like every time they've said it's an amazing dress, it is. And this one wasn't. And then Katie's was great. I feel like Ooh. every time Katie's...
0: Oh, sure. But that was the point. That the was the point, point was right? yeah. Yeah, Guy didn't quite figure it out. And then Katie took the bare bones of his dress and made it into something better, just as she made his bone into something better at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, oh come on, oh, man. Like Don't you? No,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> Got you, you put bro. your hand away yeah. from the camera. Yeah, high five. No. Woo.
0: Boo. Right, boo, boo.
3: No. Uh,
2: um, virtual high you. five. Um, guy,
3: <laughs> I want to talk about what an asshole guy has been for, for most of this episode.
2: Ah, especially, I, mean, at the I, end. I think he's having his own internal struggles. Um, and go And I thought it was interesting seeing Guy and then Ko because we get a big confrontation where Ko's going to the uh, he's going to the Met Gala, the Met Gala. His underwear mm. career is popping, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Ko Thanks gets in the guy's face. And Guy, I, I thought Guy was just being like. A normal a guy was being a sort of normal fashion boss, a little snarky, but KO doesn't understand their relationship. Uh. KO's like, "Chill, dude!" And then KO punches him, which was way out of line. Nope, nope. Well, particularly
0: because hold on. All right, go ahead. First
3: off, you don't. If your name is Guy. You don't pick a fight with a dude whose name is K.O. And also, Guy knows about K.O. Pete, okay, both of their
2: names are characters in, like, a Nintendo fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> I, I, so what? My point is still valid. Guy versus K.O. Fight! Up, yeah.
3: Uppercut!
2: Uppercut! Yeah. Who's going to win
3: in that Nintendo game? K.O. is going to win. Not, not so, in this
0: case. I would I would play K. O. Kelly's punch out. I'm just putting that out. I there. would
3: also I also I can't. I'm really hoping after especially after this scene we get to see K. O. Fight a little bit because that was a sweet punch he threw.
0: He is. He's I, supposed to. I mean, I guess uh, who knows when we're going to see it. But there were shots. I've of, seen a
3: lot of actors trying to punch, and that was a fucking le- legit punch that he threw. Well, that What was I was going to say stew. there were there were
0: shots of uh, apparently there's some sort of like K. O. Kelly. Uh, Archie Andrews crossover where they fight in El Royale and Riverdale. So we'll get to see I would, that. I
3: would, I would love to That'll see be that. Fun. But,
0: but my point is
3: like, I think that like Guy is upset, thinks he is runs everything, and KO was like, Hey, listen, you might be a big shot, but like, you, you know, you shouldn't be talking like that, and then fucking lets him have it.
2: As he should. It was no. great. So out of line. He's an underwear model showing up to get a suit. And he's like, hey, I don't know like what you're saying. And he just punches him for no reason. Particularly on the
0: Meta Gala carpet. Like, that would never happen at the Met Gala because they have all the security at, and these the big carpet. celebrities there. That's the sort of thing that would never in a million years happen.
2: Alex ran security at the Met Gala, apparently. <laughs> I and did. Very badly. Us. Were you Several a live producer for the died. Met Gala
3: or something? What happened?
0: What?
2: Were you a line producer or an intern?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was a line producer.
2: Those are the only two roles in production, as we've established. I do want to step back
0: and talk about a couple of things uh, before the red carpet itself that I thought were super fun. Uh, The scene where K.O. is trying on a suit. And K.O. is uh, And Katie is uh, putting it on him Very sweet Also very funny Amanda checking him out In the cabotura underwear Oh that was great Whole scene was enjoyable And I also I love the scene Of Casey Wilson And Katie uh, Sitting down And chatting About what they should do About the dress And everything else the first of all, the line right at the beginning where they just cut it, and Casey Wilson is like, "Hey, did you have a face transplant with like a Disney princess or something?" Yeah, <laughs> that was so hysterical. funny,
3: hysterical. She goes, "This is actually my face." Very oh, fun. That was great, incredible. Yeah. Uh And that's so, why she deserves to go to every Meta Gala. Casey <laughs> hysterical, but uh, also
0: what? that that scene turned so nicely from being a funny scene to a really heartfelt and sweet scene particularly from Casey Wilson's perspective that I thought was really really lovely
2: and it felt like oh they're just having a sweet scene but it actually was the inspiration for the dress that Katie eventually makes for her which I thought was yeah. just really well um, sewn it felt together
3: natural it felt really kind of flowed nicely and I also loved the way that Katie was kind of panicking and turns to Gl- Gloria's guidebook that was so cool yeah I really uh, tied in
0: nicely. We also skipped over the whole thing about Guy freaking out about the dress, going on yeah. a bender and going around town and Katie eventually tracking him down, uh, which led to that great scene at the police station that we mentioned before, where Katie is yeah. sobbing and talking to him about his I privilege. Mean, she, she, yeah. Well,
3: yeah, that was kind of crazy because they're both pretty privileged. So that was a little tough, like one person lecturing another person about privilege. But still, she was correct because like you know she's been working her ass off for something that he just shrugs off and she kind of said that so well but also like she shows up at a fucking precinct with an egg sandwich which dude when you need an egg sandwich and someone comes through with an egg sandwich that's fucking maze balls and, and then a coffee that's, and like
2: that's love that's why he falls yeah. in love with her by the end of the episode and by love i, I mean desk sex
0: yeah, on top <laughs> of Gloria's desk of all places. Well, I mean, God hold, on, hold on, hold on. The other thing that I wanted to mention on the carpet that I thought was an absolutely wonderful moment and just like perfect, perfectly executed rom com moment is Guy coming in at the last second, taking yeah. over Casey Wilson's tracks, uh, walking oh. her on the carpet when Katie was finally going to get her dream of walking was... the carpet with Casey Wilson. And she's her reaction there. Is proud and sad and so many things at the same time, and then Guy gets interviewed. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. We got back up the truck. A second.
3: Wait, wait, well, you, you got to back up the truck because there is this moment where Guy's sister is kind of like panicking, and then she's everybody's like, "Who's gonna walk me? Who's gonna walk me?" And she goes, "Katie Keen, you're up." And we have this rush of like, "Holy shit!" She's going to be – she's going to walk the fucking red carpet at the
0: Metagala Gala. And, and they like, started is playing. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, feeling it. Um, Pete, In yeah. Philadelphia, feeling that Rocky Pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. How can you not get caught up in it?
3: But uh, it was like – so heartbreaking, but then guy, the least he could fucking do is give her a shout out at the end. He finally does it. No, it, was it was very perfect. sweet. Yeah, it was the perfect. it was k- perfect. No, do you know what the perfect thing was? Is when KO knew it was her dress. KO fucking knew that, it was I her agree. dress. I agree. That
2: was a very cool moment.
3: I got fucking choked up there. That was fucking beautiful.
2: But also, I feel like is <laughs> the kind of guy that's like, uh, all these dresses are yours, right, babe? Fuck you Don't you fucking come at K.O. like that He didn't have to say that He knew it What's he gonna do about it He fucking knew it What's he gonna do about it Punch
3: me Bring it on K.O. He would Bring it on Did you make these in your clothes machine (laughs) Hey fuck you guys K.O. is a fucking
2: beautiful person You enlarged all these Barbie dresses again Good work Katie (laughs) Uh, Let's
0: go to your Malibu house
2: (laughs) Um it is weird that there were no consequences for K.O. for punching Guy. Literally
3: zero. Well, what's nice is Guy didn't press charges because he knew he was an asshole.
0: But then uh, he uh, told Katie that she was worth something, that she, he called her out of the carpet in the absolute best way. But K.O.'s way. been saying that the whole time. He doing that. Guy Montagna, who is a prominent designer, giving an interview. You're making a jerk-off motion, but that's what happened later on, so let's get there in a moment. The <laughs> he calling her out on the carpet, saying so that she is going to be somebody's name you should know. That skyrockets her career instantly in this scenario, and that is well, an incredible, huge move.
3: Yeah, he better fucking do it.
0: She saved... His ass, I know, but you would nobody would actually do that in real life, which is what makes it a perfect rom com type move. Which pays off at the end when he looks at her in that way, tells her she's going to be a huge star, and uh, they smooch and they do it on the desk. Just uh, she happened she, in, in her dream, yeah, her Lord dreams Gloria. came true. All of her she's,
3: dreams, her, her sex dreams. G- it's been like two days since she's left, and people are already fucking on her desk like it's a fucking closet in the back of some well, club. Well,
2: here's the thing. I think that's going to come up because Gloria will probably come back in one of these next two episodes, and she – I feel like She'll she, well, she She'll know. she She will also have had sex on that desk when she was in Katie's <laughs> position is what I truly think. Um, also, a lot of doors open when they were having sex on that desk. That yes. was bold at work. Close that stuff. Yeah, close that stuff stuff with doors. <laughs> or have your butler do it, or somebody that's working.
3: Somebody. It. I mean, yeah. when you're on the 43rd floor, you don't have to close doors anymore.
0: No, we left all of the doors, the windows open. Usually uh, we fell out and died, but, you know, that's life, man. That's, that's life.
2: Life in the penthouse, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any other notes we want to talk about from this episode of Katie Keene?
3: No? Uh, I, I was just... I was very happy with Katie Kane and then super disappointed by the end of the episode.
0: Wow.
3: Really? I really hoped she would listen to Gloria and not give in to Guy. At least if you're okay, great. If you're going to do that, awesome. Have a relationship with
0: Guy, but like, don't fuck on Gloria's desk. Come on. I mean, it's not going to turn out well for her. You know, I think I love this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I very sold on the guy relationship, particularly because. Nope. He's Satan. Because Luke Cook and Lucy Hale have a ton of chemistry together, uh, which nope. I think is great. Um, but ultimately, she's going to end up with KO, so that's fine, too. It's all
2: Well, good. I guess we'll see. You I'm hear on, that, Justin? I'm on the guy train. Uh, yeah. And clearly, you... this is a high guy point. Um, and maybe they're going to end up going back to KO. But KO's really the, his Xandra stuff? That's not cool, man. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. You got to
3: love
0: the one you're with, bro. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. couple of things before we go. If you want to support this podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live to the internet show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast and YouTube. Come hang out. Have any chat about Katie Keene, comic books, whatever you want to talk about. It's all let's good, bro. Let's just talk.
2: Yeah. 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 Let's talk Let's out.
0: just talk. That's the name of the show. Let's just talk. It's actually Comic Book Club. You should search, search for that instead. Oh, iTunes iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show. We don't have Katie Keene social feeds, but you can check out our Riverdale feeds, Riverdale dark on Twitter, Riverdale after on Instagram, Riverdale after dark on Facebook, ComicBookClubLive.com for this show and many more. And whatever you're dreaming of, use those dream points, cash them in, get yourself an apartment. Bye. Bye. <laughs>